If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I am a very happy chappy. Um, I've got a positive mindset. I live by the sea and everything to me, I'm, I'm really grateful for everything that I've got. And so when I meet somebody that's equally as happy, if not more, um, then it's going to make for a great show. This week, I am joined by Jay Cowell. Now, she is running an amazing business, but she is doing everything she can to encourage a happy environment and happy workplace and um, doing all kinds of amazing things. So this conversation didn't really go the normal route of what we normally talk about on this show. Um, but we just talked about being happy, content and things like that. So she's absolutely delightful. I hope you enjoy the interview. The song that she chose today was not a surprise. It was um, Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. And so I played that. And the very first thing I did when I spoke to her was ask her what she thought of that song. So without any further ado, please enjoy this interview with Jay Cowell. Why did you choose that song, Jay? I struggled not to join in there. I've got to. I've got to admit it. Um, uh, I chose that song because um, it speaks to my soul and uh, part of my childhood. I spent quite a lot of time in the Caribbean, luckily enough, and um, so it has lots of good memories for me. And also because uh, I wish that I worried less, and I, I think that I wish that for all humans too. Oh, what a lovely sentiment. Growing up in the Caribbean, what are you making of our weather at the moment, Jay? <laughs> not good, not good. But um, yeah, I think that that um, thank God for weather because it gives us something to talk about. <laughs> oh my goodness! So it so it does. And and so one of the one of the things that you talk about is happiness and and positivity and all that sort of stuff. And and because we're on this 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 weather thing. Um, it was my daughter's wedding last weekend, or was it the weekend before? It just, it's it's all whatever the date was, twenty second of July, and it lashed it down all day. But because mm. we knew, because we knew it was going to rain, yeah. we embraced it, and it was the most spectacular day ever. The wedding photos yeah. are, are incredible, and, and they're unlike most people's wedding photographs because they're always nice and sunny ones. Um, so, I think if we've got our expectations set at the right place, we can still be happy. Where, where do you come on that? Yeah, I completely agree. And that picture you shared on LinkedIn just made my heart sing, honestly. It was so lovely. And, you know, ultimately there there is kind of no bad weather. There's just bad preparation or bad outfits. Um, yeah. You know, we're very lucky that our country isn't on fire. And I think that you've got to take small wins every day. And if we all, like this morning, I, I was in a real rush. I'm in Bristol today in a cupboard. I look like I'm like Harry Potter <laughs> under the stairs. Sorry about that. No, that's but, absolutely um, fine. What people don't I mean, know <laughs> is behind you, there's a couple of coat hooks and you've had to sit down because it looked like you had horns. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, you can't tell what's going to happen. And this morning it was all a bit of a rush. I needed to get the kids to kids club to be able to come to Bristol. And there's train strikes. But I went for a quick dog walk to stretch the dog's legs. And I realized I was looking down at, at the road as I was walking. I like, I live in the middle of nowhere in the Devon countryside. I was like, hold on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then I started to look up and I noticed the little birds and the trees. And I noticed, by the way, there are blackberries already coming out. I had five blackberries. Um, four brilliant, one sour. Last one was sour, of course. But, um, <laughs> That's why but you stopped. It, yeah, exactly. 
exactly, exactly. But I noticing those things, that grounding, the sun coming through the clouds. Um, I think we all need to do a little bit more of that. And I'm definitely high up on the list who needs that advice. So I'm I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna revisit this video in a week and 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 make sure I take that advice. No, good for you. Good for you. And I, I think it is those little wins, isn't it? And I think um we, we look up at these people who've got successful businesses or um, prettier partners than we've got, bigger cars than we've got. And, and we, we, we should stop and look backwards a little bit and see how far we've come and see how we're yeah. growing as well. We were just chatting before we came on about uh, Mo Gaudet and um, his book, Solve for Happy, which is you know one of, one of my favorite books. And, and so tell us a little bit about yourself, please, Jay. We've just just started having a chat like we're friends and, and so know, there's, 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 there are people out there that don't know who you are jay um, who, who doesn't know who i am wow absolutely um, i'm shocked <laughs> um so i'm the founder of launch and we call ourselves the happy performance agency because i've realized that in life that's what i was trying to achieve as a happy workplace the reality is is you can't make people happy you can't make people happy that's really, really important. And creating a happy work environment and always having the intention for the greater good and making better humans, you know, humans that are able to connect with themselves, their colleagues, their clients, the world better is, is my mission. And I don't get it right all of the time, but the intention is that, yes, we do paid media. Yes, we do performance conversion rate optimization. We help people basically find their customers online. But while doing that, because so much of your life is spent at work, we can be empowered to bring our best selves to work. And that comes in the form of lots of coaching, of opportunities to learn and develop our personal selves as well as our, our professional selves. So that's what I spend my days doing. No, absolutely fantastic. I love that. And I have joked in the past that I'd love to come and work for you because it would just be it would just be happy all the time. But I'm I'm quite happy here. My boss is amazing. My my boss is so so forgiving, so forgiving. Although although I do have another boss, which is my wife, and she um she keeps me she keeps me under check. You know what they say: behind every great man, there's an even greater woman. And she definitely is. She yes. definitely is. Um, have you seen the new Barbie movie? I am dying to. My son, my son beat me to it. He managed to get to Exeter to watch it before I could. Um, he got dressed up in a suit, which I loved. He's 14. Um, wow. I don't know why. Is this, the son, wanted, is this the son uh, that I met? Yes, it is. What a lovely and, um, young man. You should be very proud, Jay. I'm very proud. And I'm basically, you know, being a female role model to... Um, two young boys who are going to have to navigate a world where they need to be way more in touch with their emotional intelligence and um, and also you know our planet and our community that we become very disconnected from um, and yeah he beat me to it so I'm dying to see it and I am going to go and watch it yeah we saw we saw it last night and um, it's very it's a very important there is a very important undertone message sort of thing going on yeah. it, it was it was good fun it was good fun and i put my pink t-shirt on as well anyway oh, we digress good. we digress um I, I like to ask people what they get up to on linkedin and obviously as a marketer you must be all over linkedin so why do you like linkedin jay 
So I treat LinkedIn as um, an extension of, of networking, of um, learning from other people, from communicating with people. Um, I had to kind of go on a bit of a journey with it because, okay, I'm going to say as a woman, but it's not necessarily as a woman, but as an individual, I always felt like my opinion wasn't maybe the most important in the room and I really struggled to have opinions that maybe other people might not like or opinions in general because you can't tell how an opinion is going to land I was a people pleaser a bit of a perfectionist I say I was you know I'm trying to work on that and therefore LinkedIn I found actually quite a scary place because I just went love it great work because it was easier than actually formulating an opinion and putting it out into a public space where you don't know the keyboard warriors and how they're going to respond. So I had a bit of coaching about it about 18 months ago and I started to find my voice. And there's a lot of people who worry about writing and putting stuff down into, you know, that cements down on, online. And um, I kind of treat it as a place to, to muse, to, to, um, to put out my thoughts and perspective, but in an open, psychologically safe way that says, I know I don't have all the answers. What, what's your opinion on things? I'm pretty sure I could be doing a better job on it to attract leads for my business but that's not really why I do it. I do it because I want to connect with other human beings. And from that space and that intention, sometimes opportunity comes from it. For example, you and I are talking now. Um, and that came as a result of Sarah asking me onto a panel at International Women's Day, which probably came as a result of my LinkedIn post, you know, um, my LinkedIn profile. But my LinkedIn profile is not something I'm trying to... Um, monetize it's just I love being on there no I love that and, and and for those of you listening on the podcast you wouldn't have seen me punching the air or hear, heard me <laughs> punching the air but but that that's why I love LinkedIn because it is um I love I love I love going to networking meetings if I know people and, and I can catch up with people so so you know the, the, the places we we bumped into are, are great networking events I get a little bit anxious if it's somewhere new um but I can't do all of them but I can be yeah. on LinkedIn every day and it's like being to all of those networking meetings. And, and yesterday um, I had a bit of a tough day. Um, I've, I've, and, and I've got a great question for you in a minute because you know a little bit about marketing, don't you? <laughs> and, and I ended up having a chat with quite a few different people that I'd met on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn just gave me everything back yesterday. Mm. It was amazing. I had a lovely, lovely chat with a lady called Nikki Me. Um, I've been commenting on her post for a while. She's been commenting on mine for a while. I've invited her on the show. She would be an amazing guest, but she's not allowed to for contractual reasons. And I, and I said, well, what, what, you know, let's just have a, a Zoom meeting or, or she may have uh, yeah. suggested that. And so we had a little chat and, and she's offered to do uh, a, a, a session with me and anybody else that wants to come and join us on Zoom and all your marketing questions answered. And, yes. and that is just because we've built that relationship by yeah. just being ourselves yeah. on yeah, LinkedIn. And collaborating. Yeah. And, 
you know, my DMs are a really lovely place. I know that's not always the same experience for everyone, but um, if you go with the 80-20 rule, you know, my LinkedIn DMs are, are wonderful, full of collaboration opportunities, but it comes from a place of being curious and listening, you know, of, of, um, of, of, of giving as much as you receive and uh, it's just a microcosm of life, isn't it, really? Uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure when you're driving to work in your car and the traffic's moving slowly and you see someone trying to get in from the outside, from, from, a, from an, an off street, you'll stop, you'll flash them and let them in. Um, you, you, you seem to me that type of person. And, and if I uh, came in the um, shopping queue and you were at the checkout and you had your big trolley and I had uh, a little thing of coriander, you'd let me jump in front um, because that's what I do. Yeah. And and it, and it, you know, you never get anything for it, but it seems to come back around again, doesn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and, and if you do that in your whole life, you, you, you never know what, what happens. But my 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 motto is you get out what you put in. And yeah. uh, and, and so that, that that's, that's a, a great way to be. Um, so you. you you're not using LinkedIn to monetize yourself, but you're putting out lovely content. You're putting out friendly content. So people see you as a happy, nice, lovely person. And so therefore you're building up that no like, and trust. So I bet you do get business because of what you do. Although you can't actually turn around and go, oh, I wrote a post about this and therefore three clients came yeah. in. Well, I basically struggle to talk about subject matter because we do digital marketing and, and, and paid media, but I no longer do the doing. I'm no longer a technician of our skills. I've got 27 other brilliant people who are awesome at PPC and Google ads and Facebook ads. So I felt it was disingenuous me putting content out on that because I'm not, that's not the space I'm in. The space I'm in is, is leadership, is being a founder, is creating a business. We've just become B Corp. Um, and creating a business that can have a positive impact on the world and the people that we work with and the people we employ. So that's what I talk about. Um, so I don't get DMs saying, could you do my pay media? But, um, but that, you know, we, we do, do that kind of another way. Um, I instead get people, you know, today I've got a post I'm talking about grit and is grit a negative thing when it comes to leadership? Is that is, does it have to be that hard? And incredible insights from other people. And I, I, I feel my day is better for having put that post out and learn other people's perspectives. No, absolutely fantastic. Uh, Pavel, good afternoon to you, sir. Uh, so he's uh, watching in Devon as well, uh, in the rain. Um, so uh, yeah, so another chap that's become a friend from seeing stuff that I do on LinkedIn. Um, so come on, let's get into this marketing company and and how you set that up and and how you managed to grow from obviously you in a in in a in a bedroom somewhere or something like that because that's how we all start <laughs> um, to, to twenty seven employees. How did you manage that, Jay? Um, it's over an eleven year period, and for a long time it was a lifestyle business, no question. I was doing it while alongside, you know, bringing up two two boys, and um, and also living in the southwest and enjoying, you know, the um, enjoying the out, yeah, the outside. Um, it, the 
just before the pandemic, I got cancer and I was very, very grateful to Royal Devon and Exeter Hospital and Dr. Frank or Mr. Frank McDermott, who saved my life. And I had a curative operation and that set me on a slightly new path, which was that um, my team was so amazing. There was, I think, seven of us then. It was so amazing. And I was like, actually, I could be eradicated within five minutes you suddenly realize your own mortality mm. I maybe need to you know I'm in charge of all of these people's you know paychecks um, and also a lot of 50 odd companies ads I need to 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 work out how can I empower the team to be able to run it in my absence and then the pandemic hit and I was like oh my gosh is there <laughs> anything else that you know that is going to come no, is going to come at bring me it on. and and that actually ended up being our opportunity because lots of things went digital, lots of things went online, and we were able, again, from a place of helping people first, um, and that exposed us to lots more clients needing it. And so in the last couple of years, we've gone from kind of seven people to 27 people and now working with household brands like Weird Fish. I just was in a meeting with Weird Fish just now. Um, and um, and that is because I employ people who are better than me. That's the secret, Ashley. I employ people who are much better at doing what I used to do than I am. And then I empower them to bring their best selves to work. And on days where they can't bring their best selves to work, they get, you know, the opportunity to to stay at home and to be given support. And, um, you know, you get free counselling sessions and confidence sessions to build up how to have difficult conversations, all those soft skills that we talk about. Um, so that's that's how I did it. It's not, it's, it, you know, I probably made quite hard work of it because, um I've got a bit of a glass ceiling issue where I don't realise kind of what our ambitions could be, but now we're aligning those and I want to include how we can help um, the planet and communities more in what we do as well. Yeah, no, I, I, th this this is fascinating. We're going all over the shop here now. Thank you. <laughs> um, so as I, I, I get small business owners um, lis listening and watching here, and the, the the hardest thing is to delegate and let things go. Um, but and, and for you to to sit there and say, I employ people who are much better than me is incredible. And, and that that was a game changer for you. But how long did it how long did it take you to work that out? And and, and what mm. got you to that stage? What what would you say to I, you know, the entrepreneur who's only got seven staff at the moment and looking to grow like yourself? Yeah. I had an entrepreneurial dad um, and he taught me that lesson from as soon as I could listen. Um, and he he also lived very much in the present. Um, but you always felt like you were the most important person in the world if he was in the room with you. And he did that to his team members. But he, you know, he he said employ people who are, are better than you. And I don't know, I think that means you've got to let go of your ego. I think that that's one of the things that human beings, in order to be able to, to be happy, content is a better word than happy, by the way. Happy gets the PR, but yep. content is really what we're seeking, peace and contentment. Human beings struggle all the time, and I see it, you know, firsthand, even just in people who look from the exterior like everything's okay. We're all struggling, and a lot of that is to do with ego, 
because that's perception of what other people think of us. Um, I can't remember if it, it um, no, it's um, Rupert Spira, um, You Are the Happiness You Seek, read that book. Um, if you loved my dad, it's a bad book. That's a great book. And he talks about, we are the sky and the clouds are the experience and the rain that comes over is the experience but you're always there and that contentment is inside you. You just have to separate yourself from the experience to be able to understand it. Now I've gone quite deep there, but this has been part of my journey over the last 18 months to work out how can I motivate people and how can I empower people to bring their best selves to work? Well, in order to do that, you've got to understand humans a bit more and you've got to understand what makes them happy and the fact that you can't make people happy. And I, you know, I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist. I'm an entrepreneur who is trying to create a beautiful, better business. And those are the things that I'm drawing on, which you might not be able to get an MBA in, but actually create a wonderful work culture. Yeah, absolutely. I've worked for some huge corporations and, you know, there was a fad that you had to have a slide um, from the second floor down to the first floor and you had to have a games room and a fridge <laughs> full of alcohol and loads of free food and stuff like that and that's just ticking the boxes because we're doing the right thing to make people happy um, and you, you also see these um, great place to work um, surveys is it net promoter score or something that they use and things yeah, like that ENPS and yeah. great places to work I struggle a little bit with because you've got to pay to play that I find that a little bit difficult. Um, maybe I shouldn't find that difficult. Is that a judgment? I don't know. The, we did the campaign top 100 agencies um, and it's an independent staff survey. You don't even get to kind of experience it yourself. Your employees experience it. There's no pay to play. And um, two Devon agencies, maybe even three, were in the top um, in the top 100. We were 27th out of 100, um, and that's something to be proud of because that is from the words of the employees. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I think it's tricky where commercial intentions and profitability get confused with things. There is no business unless it's commercially successful. No one wants to work for an uncommercial business. Um, and I was thinking about it in bed last night, actually about that Venn diagram of what you are as a person and and where you work, they're not ever going to be lined up. They're not two circles over the top unless you're a solopreneur. Um, they're, they're overlaps. And you've got to hope that that overlap brings enough joy to make you motivated to be at work. But the company doesn't only act in the interest of one employee. It acts in the interests of lots of different stakeholders. And, and employees need to have that awareness because otherwise they might be setting themselves up for a fall as well. Um, those things have got to align and there are there's give and take. Always, if you have the intention of creating joy and creating opportunity and, you know, getting people out of their comfort zone a bit so they achieve more in life, then things shouldn't go wrong, but they still do. Yeah, when you've got 27 people um, running running around, a, 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 it must be a huge office for 27 people. Yeah, things, well, things we are going to go wrong. remote, but I am in the Bristol office today, and it's, it's lovely. It's right by Temple Meads. It's great. And in Exeter, right in the city centre, surrounded by lots of other great Devon businesses. That's lovely. 
Yeah, um, we we are super lucky anyway. We're always going to be a little bit happier than a lot of people because living in Devon is just incredible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Really, and it, I've also it, lived in Cornwall. I big up the Cornwall crowd as well because they always get a bit sad that I left them. I mean, do oh, they? really? They probably don't care. <laughs> so, so what makes Jay happy? I did 8am beach yoga on Exmouth Beach on Saturday with my sister and then I went and swam in the sea. That made me happy. I don't do that enough, Ashley. I really don't do that enough. I've probably given too much of myself to things that probably didn't need my time. And so mm, mm. Um, I've just turned 45. Um, I know I look 20. Don't look at you. I, don't look at it. <laughs> but I'm, I want to give more. To, to that kind of stuff because I've got to set a good example at work as well yeah so yeah. that was amazing Exmouth Beach at that time in the morning there were a few dog owners that I got a bit of a problem with who ran over and you know want to pee on our mats but um but yeah that makes me happy P today the weird fish meeting that made me happy my team all together in a room there was a about a quarter of the agency in the room and all just like smashing it out of the park, eager, interested, enthusiastic, questioning, curious. Um, that brings me such joy and my family, my long-suffering husband, Tom, um, and my two boys and Biscuit the dog. <laughs> Biscuit the dog. What sort of dog have you got? He's a cockapoo and he's he's getting a bit old now, but he's like a fluffy teddy man. He is very chilled. He's often in the back of my Zoom calls. In fact, if I was home now, he'd be sitting in the background fast asleep. Uh, awesome. Awesome. So um, we're, we're rapidly running out of time. Um, now, you were telling me beforehand that you've got an event coming up. So what's all this about, Jay? Yeah, we've got Google and Pinterest coming over to Bristol on the 14th, 12th of October, 12th of October. Yeah. We've got a great venue in Bristol and it's the CMO's Guide to Peak Performance. So it's for all marketing people who are looking to really smash Q4, which is a really tricky quarter to get mm. right. Mm. Um, so Google are flying over from Dublin, not all of the offices. I think there's a couple of people there and um and we've got someone from pinterest who can give insights on how to get better performance we've got people talking about travel in particular so great for southwest tourism businesses and e-commerce selling more effectively online because you know how important black friday cyber monday christmas january sales so yeah and all of the proceeds it's only i think 30 pounds for the early bird ticket and all the proceeds go to bristol mind as a charity um, and we've done that because that's part of our commitment as a B Corp to help local communities as well. Oh, and so, uh, uh, do, you, do you know Victoria Patton? She She's said, our if... fantastic marketing manager. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> right, if you want to oh, check out, you, you can find you. the tickets here. Where? 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 They're not there. They're not there. <laughs> Look, so this She's is, is, put the link is this a whole day thing? It's all morning um, until until lunchtime. Yeah. Um, and we did it in the in the spring and it was really fantastic. It was great to see so many um, local Southwest businesses. So we're going to do it every six months. So if you even if you can't uh, manage to come this time, do sign up to, to hear about future events as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, have yeah. you got an event happening, Ashley? I have actually, I have, and and so so I, I did some early birds, I did super early birds. Um, I've do, do you know Becky Craven? Yes, I love the, Becky Craven. So, not yeah, as much as I love her. 
Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think she wins. She's, she's got amazing earrings <laughs> every time. Every time she comes on a Zoom, they're always different. Yeah, great fun, absolutely great fun. What she doesn't know about Instagram and taking photos and using your camera and videos isn't yeah. worth isn't worth talking about. So we're uh, combining. So it's it's her and, and myself, and I'm going to be doing LinkedIn and streaming and podcasting and stuff like that. And that, that's a whole day. So 10 till three, um, all oh, in Exeter. Amazing. In person. Oh, yeah, brilliant. yeah. In, in real life. So uh, when, yeah, we're really it? looking. It's the 26th of September. So it's Tuesday, the 26th of September. Um, oh, and uh, it's in the hall, which is where we first met. I really um, like that venue. It's um, lovely, isn't I it? Really, yeah, it's a great venue. And they're also very generous. They gave um, their space to the marketing meetup recently. Um, that's another great event to sign up for in, in Exeter. Um, but yeah, so is it like a workshop style? How are you, how are you doing that day, Ashley? So this is, this is your show. It's not, it's not about, no, no, it's no, not no. About I'm interested. I'm okay, interested. So, you be curious. That's my yeah, opinion. that's the thing. Well, I don't know about you, but I've been in sales for 30 years and I've been on an awful lot of sales training courses and they're normally a day or two days and they're boring as heck. And you spend two or three hours a, a session and then you fall asleep and then you go for lunch and what have you so what we're doing we're doing short sharp sessions 30 minutes each okay and then after the 30 minutes we're going to let everybody just have a play with the ideas and we're going to give them some work and we're going to wander around and help them um we're going to give them a work why that's good because your your brain can only your brain can only take in a certain amount and then if you start practicing it um so so basically and and so it's going to be all about networking as well so yeah. you're going to come and you're going to know nothing about LinkedIn and Instagram and taking photos and stuff. And by the time you leave, you'll know it all. But you'll yeah. also have some friends. I think also- it's also good though for people who they might know or think they know, but need to brush up their skills a bit or get, we, just gain a bit of confidence. We, we, we forget it, don't we, Jay? We forget yeah. it. And, and, and confidence is one of the key things that we're yeah. going to be doing. Because obviously you've seen Becky, you, you, you know me. Um, we, we seem to exude confidence. We're, we're a little unconfident in certain places, but we can help everybody with that. And it's what yeah. you just said earlier, right at the, yeah. the top of the show is about what do I write? How do I write it? Why am I going to be conceived? And, and you know, it's all those yeah. sorts of things. Um, so yeah, yeah, we'll be doing all of that. So, um, yeah, but cannot I think wait. The hardest thing is to, to get that moment to start where you put that pen on paper, although it's obviously a finger on a keyboard um and um here's a here's a hack for you you're the time that you are most kind of creative is first thing in the morning or last thing at night that part where your brain goes into a slightly different state um preferably after yes and mm. preferably after probably a dog walk or something like that um uh, I, I had somebody recommend that i take a a sound um recorder when I went for a dog walks because I get my ideas then and I just then do a little voice note you could do it on your mobile phone but I would suggest you put down your mobile phone and just take an analog it's just what is it analog it's digital probably anyway and you can record your voice note and then transcribe it later um because uh it's you know you if you sit down at midday and try and do it when you've got your emails pinging and your notifications going and the dog wanting its lunch or whatever, then, you know, you're not going to be able to be as creative. So make time for it. Is my yeah, no, absolutely. Um, that, that 15 minutes has gone and then some, Jay. <laughs> 
Um, you, you have been delightful. I love talking about happy things. I love talking to positive people. You have smashed it out the park today. I've got one more question for you. Um, but before we do that, I'm just going to quickly um, go over to next week's show because I've got an NLP practitioner coming on. I don't oh, know wow. Neuro-linguistic programming. Yeah. I love it. Do you know Laura? No, oh, she's local. Follow she's her. Local. Yeah, so she's uh, nice. she's coming in to talk about that. So, uh, looking forward to having a chat with her. And that's my event. Oh, um, brilliant! With, with Becky, Becky. So. God, that's a great pair of earrings she's got in that picture. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. She she had to have those, didn't she? So, yeah. Jay, my very last question to you is: What advice would you give your sixteen-year-old self? Ah, oh, yes. Um, I think I'm going to loop back right to the beginning of, um, of it. And, and yeah, that, that song that you played, Three Little Birds, um, uh, try not to worry because most of the things you're worrying about aren't going to happen and get comfortable with uncertainty because you never know what's around the corner and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. What a perfect, what a perfect, it's like you plan this, starting off with don't worry. <laughs> I genuinely when I asked the question, I knew that's what you were going to say because, yeah, it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Jay, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody for your comments Pleasure, and for listening in. Cheerio now. Bye-bye. Here we go. Another podcast in the bag. I've been Ashley Leeds. You've been wonderful. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more, then please subscribe and I will see you again another day. You can find me on LinkedIn if you want to catch up. If you fancy being a guest on one of my shows, I do live shows on LinkedIn twice a week, but I also plan to do some real podcasts uh, where we just do audio and probably record it to go on the YouTube channel. And we can talk about absolutely anything in those. So whatever you want to do, get in touch. And thank you for listening. You get out what you put in. Never gonna lose, never gonna win. Long as you're happy, you're always gonna grin. You get out what you put in. You get out what you put in. You get out what you put in.